Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at I'm delighted, I've been la-di-da-din Not a lot of thoughts when I ponder from the top Man, these boys, they be potting I trust them like a lot And they told me that I get it Guess what, I got it You should do it too You will never lose If you ever do Must have been a ruse Ricky, that's my dude Stoops are super cool Sharks up in the pool been sparking up my tools i've been looking to win spend a little again i've been first fiddled it in my god i riddled again i told them stop clowning around they said what goes up comes down i said i'm down with the sickness my team stay ill now come get this i'm just so dead with delight i stay ready tonight deep dive we rise that's the melee all right dead delight dead delight delight Welcome to another episode of the Devin Delight brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we've got a special one for you. We've got a couple guests on the show. We're going to do our first Debbie Delight rookie mock draft. We're going to do a three-round mock. We've got two other guests joining us. As always, I'm joined here by Stoops. How are you today, bud? I'm good. I'm good. Excited to uh, do this mock. We always enjoy and We did a couple last year, I think it was. So definitely excited to see how things go this year. Absolutely. Also joining us this week, uh, Mr. Deep, or Devi Deep Dive. Brandon, how are you today, bud? Hey, I'm doing great. I appreciate the invite. I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, mock draft season has officially started, so let's get to it. Absolutely. Also joining us, the co-host of the Devi Marketplace podcast, Mr. Shane, how are you today, bud? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. I'm, I'm excited too, man. Mock drafts are always fun. So basically what we're going to do today, guys, we're going to do a three-round super flex um, rookie draft um we have four of us here so each of us is going to pick uh three times in the first round but we're going to build each team differently um and we're going to try to tackle some of this adp um it's kind of funny none of us are probably going to draft uh tavian feaster but you know you never know you know what i mean <laughs> right now Superflex is uh <laughs> is that that 2028 guy you were talking about earlier shane <laughs> it might be <laughs> he's like i'm not i'm not letting you know like <laughs> So as we go, um, just real quick as we go, guys, we're going to kind of dissect our, give us our quick thoughts on why we're picking who we're picking at that specific draft. But um, I, do, I don't think it's very fair that my st- strategy is going to be the one on the screen, but it's all right, guys. It's all right. No. Um, well, Stoops, you are going to kick us off once I press this um, button that says begin draft. So yes, I'd like to confirm. There we go. Confirm. You guys don't understand how hard it was for me to do that last year. It took me like 20 times. Just it really out. did. It was kind of funny. Um, okay, so sitting at one, I think it's pretty obvious it's Kellen Mond, right? Like, yeah. Just kidding. It's Trevor Lawrence. Of course. I mean, I, there's not much more you need to say. We've been talking about him for, what, four years now since he was a senior in high school. So it's Trevor yeah. Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got to move my thing. I still believe in Justin Fields. I still think that he's the second best quarterback in this class. We're doing super flex, and uh, with the second pick, I gotta I gotta take Justin Fields. Um, it just it, for me, it's a no brainer. I like how did you guys notice that if you type their name in, it's like they're projected it pops up, but they're still somewhere near the bottom. All right, no, Brandon. Yeah, I figured. I thought maybe Fields would drop to me in a super flex. And I think that's a good call. If you're in a super flex league, you need quarterbacks. The leagues that I'm in that I don't have two quarterbacks, I always, you know, seem to struggle with. But I, I think it's a little too early maybe to take a risk with these other two quarter, you know, two or three quarterbacks in the draft. So I'm gonna go with Najee Harris. I'm just gonna go with the RB one in my mind. I'm gonna, you know, to get an RB one and you know, is is really important in Dynasty. And interested really to see where he lands. I think he's got the skill set of uh, the passing game and everything. So I'm going to swing with Najee Harris here and take the best running back off the board. 
I like how you said that. The best running back off the board. You hear that, Stoops? The best running back off the board. He kind of got all staticky, so I, I, <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> all right, Shane. Oh, I, number four is a tough choice. Oh, uh, Brandon, are you going to select a guy, Brandon, there? Oh, I th- I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought he, he was uh, filling them in. Yep. All right. I got it. Um, no, no, I think number four is a tough choice. Uh, I, yeah, I, I almost want to go, you know, quarterback. I, I think there's just in a super flex, it's such an important piece. Uh, you know, I think Zach Wilson's going to go really high in the draft. Um, but I, I really think we have a, uh, top talent at receiver that's just so good that's going to step in day one and be phenomenal. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm going to take Jamar Chase. I, I, I think um, it's, you know, m- maybe a little bit early um, to take a receiver in, in this kind of in this kind of draft. But um, I, I love the talent. I think Jamar Chase is going to be, at, you know, day one, uh, you know, a wide receiver two and soon to be a top 10 receiver in fantasy. I, um, hang on a second. All right. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I like that pick. I loved chase is my guy. I feel like chase is one of those. Guys. He's just a forgotten guy. You know what I mean? He's just, you know, he didn't play last season. So I think it's easy to forget about him, but uh, I like that a whole lot. Um, I think we got one more joining us here in just a minute, but, all right, Stoops, you are on the clock with the 105. So I was sniped one time already by Shane in our other <laughs> league for this gentleman, and I'm glad that I wasn't again. I'm taking the RB1 in the class, oh, the best running no, back, Travis okay. Etienne. Oh, he's Sorry, already. Harris has already been taken. Hey, Sorry. Been taken. <laughs> Travis Etienne is who I'm taking. I can't pick him, so you got to pick him for me. I know. This is do it I... correctly. Yeah. What are you trying to say? That you were going to pick someone else? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> You're not wrong. All right. For me, man, this is hard. Um, because I was really hoping Chase would fall to me. Um, as he didn't, I think that there's uh, an interesting case to made, be made for several guys. But for me, uh, there's just one guy in particular that I'm, I'm a big fan of. And that is the yeah. best wide receiver in Alabama. And that's Jalen Waddell. And I will go 106 with him. Well, you sniped me because he's my wide receiver one too, Rick. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I love Waddle. I've liked him. I made a game film on him back in March and ever since. I just think he's so dynamic. That's a great pick. Um, plus, he's going to get on the field with special teams and be a, just an immediate contributor in that part of the game. Um, so for me, I'm thinking here wide receiver, possibly I already took a a running back, but I'm going to go with Javante Williams. I'm just going to, again, double down on the running back situation. Wide receiver is always deeper. You can always seem to find, um, talent in second and third rounds in your drafts. But as far as, again, trying to get that RB running back, that's going to be on the field for all three downs. I just made, got done making a game film on, um, Williams and he's just special out of the backfield catching the ball too. So he's, he's got the complete package, best contact balance in the class. So I'm going to double down and take two running backs here early on. I like it. Yeah. So, so I'm up uh, at the one Oh eight and this one's easy for me. I mean, we're in super flex that there's still quarterbacks that are going to go in the first round of the NFL draft sitting on the board. You take them. Uh, I think this is kind of a, a, a really dream scenario for someone picking toward the back end of the first round. You can't have enough. Their trade value goes up. I'm going to take Zach Wilson. Um, I think there's a strong possibility he goes number two overall in the NFL drafts to the Jets. Uh, and if that happens, I mean, this, you know, getting him at the 108 is, uh, could be an absolute steal. So I'll pause for just a second here. Um, wait a minute. Hang on. How do, you, how do you pause this thing? <laughs> pause draft. There we go. <laughs> First time doing this game. Uh, so quick quick question around the board um, for everybody. I just want to pause real quick. So obviously we see uh, Lawrence Fields Wilson. What is everybody's consensus top three at the quarterback position? Shane, you first. Um, yeah, I, I – I... Obviously, I have Lawrence and Fields, you know, one and two. Uh, even if Fields isn't isn't the second one off the board, you know, I think that's a case. Wilson's my three. Um, I just I, I like 
that he has a little bit more experience than, than Trey Lance. I like the, the arm strength and the deep accuracy um, a little bit better. So I think those two are pretty close for me, but uh, I think Wilson's going to be much more liked in NFL circles. And I'll, I'll kind of take that in terms of fantasy um, for that draft capital. Brandon. Yeah. You know, I think you, you said it well, Shane. And I think if you've watched any videos of Zach Wilson, he's a student in the film room. Uh, he's the student. He's got the intangibles. I think that'll mirror what you see on the field. Um, you know, and then of course, Trey Lance, you know, he's played what 17 games or something like that as, as a whole. So, I mean, there are question marks there, but I'll tell you his athleticism and his ability to run with the ball and his physicality is, uh, could be special. I mean, he's a wild card sack or uh, Trey Lance. I mean, he, he, he could end up being possibly the second best quarterback possibly, you know, in the draft. None of us really know, uh, but it's going to be depending on landing spot, but I would have to agree that Zach Wilson, I would take over Trey Lance, but I wouldn't be upset having Trey Lance on my team either. Absolutely. Stoops. So from my ranking standpoint, it's Lawrence fields and I have Trask at three in the fantasy drafting aspect. It's kind of like, I, I know that that Trask can be taken later kind of thing. So in a in a in an actual draft, I don't think I would take Trask in round one. So I think the way that it will fall is basically how we're seeing it here. I think Lance will get mixed in there, so it might be Lance instead of Wilson. But I think this is going to be what you're going to see in most um, drafts. But for me, my ranking of it, I've got Trask at three is where I would put him. But I I know that that's the unpopular opinion amongst most people. So. But I've been on that I've been on that train for over a year now. So yeah, for me, my my quarterback three is actually Mac Jones. Um, I love Mac Jones. I think he's going to be very good in the NFL. I think he's the perfect fit for um your prototypical offense. I know he's not the agile guy like Zach Wilson. I know he's not the and, and Trey Lance, but for me, he makes the plays with his arms. He was super impressive senior bowl week. I just like his arm a lot. And I think that there's going to be a team. I think an ideal fit for him is totally Indianapolis. As long as, unless they don't make a trade, you know, if they make a trade for uh, Carson Wentz or one of these other guys, I just, I, I would love to see him in one of these offenses where he can thrive. And I think he'd thrive in Indianapolis real quick. I'm going to pause the show real quick. We've got uh, two people joining us right now. What's Ooh. going on guys. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We, I don't know if you can hear me. Good morning. It is early. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little bit early. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um. So we've already got one thing. So the good thing about it is with the two of you joining us, we'll let you guys pick 9, 10, 11, 12, and you can alter that however you guys go. So, um, okay. Got, so I'll, we'll have to look at it. It's okay. So since you're not in, um, basically, you know, I can make the picks for you guys. Um, just one of you guys go first and just let me know and we'll go from there. I still don't like nobody can see me now. Guys, look at this. this is you're fine. No one needs to see I'm you. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to go first? <clears throat> so it's, oh, a wow. super, it's a super, oh. it's a super flex, um, you know, draft with, uh, and there's no tight end premium here though. Yeah. Um, this this pick here, I'll, I'll go ahead and go first, and it's got to be Devonta Smith. I'm surprised that Jalen Waddle went ahead of Devonta Smith. I know uh, he has, you know, much bigger speed and everything, but Devonta Smith somehow just knows a way to get open all the time. You look at his separation is insane. I like it. Well, I don't like it, but I like it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think Waddle's better, but it's all right. I won't hold it against you. All right. Waddle scares me a little bit just because like he plays similar to what Henry Ruggs was. And we saw what Henry Ruggs did this year. He's kind of like dependent on what team he goes to more so than Devonta Smith is. I, and I and I, I can understand that. There's just, I've had this conversation several times. Stoops and I are going to do a podcast around it as well. But for me, I think that Waddle, Waddle's route tree is a lot deeper than Ruggs' was as well. Yeah, and, and that's a possibility. But if I was going to go to a speedster, we'll go ahead and um, – do you want to take um, – No. Yeah, you want to <laughs> – No, you want to want to take my next guy, Rondell Moore. Oh, give me a second. I'm trying. I'm getting confused with like who's already gone and. Oh, you can see whatever, the screen. So. Yes. Okay, sorry. Yes. No, sorry. It's just because 
for us it's like a little far back so i'm just trying to look oh, I'm, you're good. I'm hurrying i can pause the draft it's no worries okay i'm in control of this man <laughs> <laughs> You want Riley Ferguson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Let's see here. I just so, want to look through these names. Arnold's on there if you want to take him. Look at this guy. Oh, he's done in done in Seattle. My bad. Brian Lurk. All right. Look at this guy. He's projected to go in the third round. 26 overall, guys. He's already been drafted, but he's projected to go there. Whoa. Whoa. Do you want Kurt Warner? Is uh, I... No. Is <laughs> um, Jamar Jeffers gone? No. Jefferson, Jefferson I mean? Oh, no. Good. No? Okay. Yeah, so um, I uh, just to bring up Jamar Jefferson real quick, um, I wanted to ask you, what do you see Javonta Williams has that Jamar Jefferson doesn't? Because right now in my rankings, and it's early, I have Jamar Jefferson just above Javonta Williams. Oh, I don't have him above him. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll pipe in. Uh, I think the big difference for me between the two is, um, I guess, frame. A little bit in power, contact balance. Jamar Jefferson certainly works in space, but for me, when you watch the tape on both of those players, I don't see Jefferson moving the pile and 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 has the same physicality as Javonta Williams. Uh, the the physicality Javonta Williams has and the way he can you know put a lick on players, I didn't see the same physical play strength, especially at the contact point when you know Jefferson was getting tackled to you know moving the pile and shedding contact and, and continuing to get yards after contact like for Williams so and that, I agree I have Williams above Jamar Jefferson I mean I think Jeff Jefferson's a great player and he has lateral movement he's got short area quickness and yeah and accelerate burst hit the hole but Jonathan Williams contact balance and, and lower body power is outstanding yeah and when I when I look at the two I um I look at the frame and everything like you were talking about and one is just three pounds heavier than the other they're both 5'10", 220, and 217. So that's okay. You're right. He does hit the pile more. And I guess it's just a stylistic thing for me. I would rather a running back that doesn't take on huge hits as much as I would somebody that tries to avoid that. Because when I think of these players, um, especially at the running back position, they take a beating. And it just allows more room for injury. Fair. And I like the guys in space, and I think Jamar Jefferson's just a little bit better in space. I love Jefferson. I just want to pipe in. I just love me some Jefferson. I, I think that he's a good talent. I think that he's going to be one of those guys that it, – it's it's kind of crazy to me. I feel like this running back class is really deep, and if we look at some of the guys that kind of broke off last year, like James Robinson, um, Salvan Ahmed, you know, some of those late-round guys. And it's it's kind of – for me personally, it's kind of easy to find some of those guys that are are going to be capable of doing some of those same things in this later round of the draft. All right, pick 111. Is this us also? You, yes, right? it is. Okay, I'll uh I'll I'll take um my my second favorite uh wide receiver in this draft and Rondale Moore. If I'm going for a speedster, I'm taking him over Jalen Waddle. I, I mean I, I think I, he just electric in every which way. And a lot of people say, oh, well, he sat out a lot of the year. Yeah, but as soon as he came back, the day he came back, they peppered him with like 12 targets. I like it. I mean, I, I have a four, my favorite coin saying right now is he's not the best more in this class, but I'll, I mean, Rondon Moore is really <laughs> good, though. <laughs> yeah. I, All right. Uh, lo love his play style. Last pick of the first is going to be. Okay, I'm going to go. Is Kyle Pitts still available? He absolutely is. Okay. I love that pick a whole lot. It's a great pick. I love Kyle Pitts. He's yeah. so good. I mean, he, he's running him. routes out there like a wide receiver. Oh, absolutely. Steve, were you going to take Pitts at one, uh, 201? 
No, I wasn't, but okay. um, I like Pitts. No, I so I was looking at it. I am gonna go Bateman. Uh, yeah, Rashad I like Bateman. It. I like Bateman a lot. Um, Me too. He, he's definitely someone that I, I've watched, you know, a lot. Um, he was kind of in out on the season all over the place, but um, no, nah, I like Rashad Bateman a lot. That's who I'm gonna go with. Oh, I can pick him. I forgot. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. <laughs> I, I I love Rashad Bateman. Um, the the only thing that worries me is I was also a big fan of Tyler Johnson, and he fell in the draft. And when you look at him. You know, same team, everything. You, he outplayed him last year. So I, I worry about. I guess just Minnesota. Is that what it? What happens to Minnesota prospects? Do they just fall down draft boards. It's possible. You know, like does the I, NFL I, trust it? I don't know. No, I, I, th- I think Rashad Bateman is you know uh, much more athletic, uh, much better. You know, I thought Tanner Morgan kind of made Tyler Johnson. I think Rashad Bateman kind of made. Tanner Morgan better. Um, he's maybe the best slant runner in in this draft. Uh, I think he'll. I think he will fall a little bit. I don't think he's going to be a first round pick in the NFL mm-hmm. draft, but I think right. that could be a benefit to you in your rookie draft. He, this is probably where he will go. Maybe even a little bit later. I'm going to be grabbing him everywhere. I think that's the the play. All right. Now that I'm on the clock, I'm going to pair Justin Fields, the second best quarterback in this class, with my third favorite running back in this class, and that's Mr. Hawkins. Um, might be a little bit early on, on some cases for him, but I am a huge fan of Hawkins. I think that he has playmaking ability. I know there's some questions with his size, but I am not too concerned. I think Hawkins can easily be one of the better backs in this class long-term. All right. Well, it looks like I'm up and at the beginning of the show, I had said how important quarterbacks are, and I'm going to follow through this time after taking two running backs, after I said quarterbacks were important, I'm going to go with Trey Lance. So, um, you know, I could go Trey Lance. I can go Mac Jones. Um, I like Mac Jones, too, but I'm going to go with the athletic upside, um, thinking that he lands on a team that knows how to use him. Um, And just he's got the arm. He's got the physicality. He's got the playmaking ability. And that's the trend the NFL is going. Like I said, I I believe Mac Jones, if he can land in a good system with good receivers and a good running game to lean on, I think he can excel and be a great productive quarterback in the NFL. I have him on a ton of teams and on Debbie League, so I'm excited to have him. But Trey Lance, it's an unknown. And here in Philadelphia, Carson Wentz back in the spring, he's good friends with Trey Lance. Obviously, they went to the same school. Um, he's been kind of mentoring him a little bit and, and also said that his intangibles and his leadership in the locker room and how much he's loved by his teammates is something um, that I think you know NFL teams like as well. The intangibles of quarterbacks, we don't know. That's usually what happens at the combine when these NFL owners can get to with these players. And everything I've heard is about his leadership ability is is excellent as well. So I'm going with the upside, the risk. It's a risk reward pick and I'm willing to go with it if he lands in a great spot. I love it. I I, I really like Trey Lance because like you were talking about, the NFL is changing and whatnot. And if you're looking at it, a fantasy perspective, right? You want the guy that has that rushing upside, and he had what 1,100 yards, I think it was yeah. in 2019. That's who you want. I, I think, um, I think we might have messed up a little bit in this draft, and he probably should have been a first round pick. Good value, uh, yeah, definitely great value. Yeah, I, I knew Brandon wasn't going to pass him up. I was hoping. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, like, I mean, that would have been, been the perfect get... pairing, right? Chase and Lance uh, in the same yeah, team. Yeah, I mean, like, like I. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't even care who I had. Trey Lance around two is uh, well worth that upside. I'm, Absolutely. Like, I, I, I don't like Mac Jones. Uh, I don't think he's very good. Sorry, Ricky. Uh, Ouch. But, you know. <laughs> Ouch. Um, Damn. I don't. But he's going to have high draft. I think he's going to go in the first round of the NFL draft. I think it's a real possibility he goes in the top 15. And quarterbacks are tough to evaluate. I've been wrong yeah. plenty. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I'm going to take him. I think if you get – a quarterback with draft capital, you take them uh, in round two of a super flex draft. You know, the Daniel Joneses, the Justin Herberts, these are where these guys went and they were useful. You know, even if Daniel Jones flames out, it was still worth a pick um, in a super flex, you know, rookie draft. So even if I don't like Mac Jones, if some team likes him enough to take him, at, you know, 15, um, he's worth taking in round two and getting a guy that's going to start day one. Wow. I don't even 
I don't even know what to say right now. <laughs> hurt. I'm hurt right now. I, I, I'm, you know, Stoops, it's your pick. I don't even know what else well, to say. Well, right I think we Mac like... Jones is hard. He's really hard to evaluate because when you look at it, it looks like he's just throwing against the air every time. Mm. His wide receivers are so wide open. So, mm. it, yeah, I think, um, I think you were right. It is so hard to evaluate quarterbacks, and it's so hard to evaluate quarterbacks that have – a guy like Steve Carcesian or however you say his last name on, you know, making all these schemes, just getting guys wide open. So you don't know what he does in the face of pressure. He had a great offensive line and everyone's wide open. It's tough. He's got a beautiful deep ball though. And is, he, he throws a beautiful pass. Yeah. But some. I mean, most NFL quarterbacks throw, deep if they if they're but he could do it accurately my know? big thing with mac jones is i love the way he throws the football i i think that he can make every throw on the football field i think I, there were several passes where you see him um getting clocked and the ball still comes out accurately i will you know mac jones was a guy that i wasn't a fan of early on in the season and i became a fan of as the season progressed obviously i don't yeah. think that he was for me personally I don't think he was a product of his receivers. I think he was getting the ball to his receivers. And don't get me wrong, the receivers were getting great separation. And, you know, it's great having guys on your team that you can literally just throw it up and, you know, pray that they catch it. But I just feel like with the right system, Mac Jones will succeed. I, I mean, I also feel like Mac Jones could be a guy that goes to the wrong team. Like the Bears draft him, and I just yeah. think Mac Jones will just – yeah, the league he, in like three years, you know. If he, yeah, if he goes to a team that doesn't have a solid offensive line, it's going to be rough because he doesn't have that mobility. Yeah, he's not very quick, you know. Yeah, I think he's shifty enough in the pocket to avoid pass rush, but not the consistent enough to be like a Trey Lance, who I I can't. I'm right. not. A, I'm not a Trey Lance guy. So, but I understand the personally like with my own rankings i don't like the tra i don't like trey lance but if I, I have to be a realist as well i'm, I'm not going to not draft right. him if he doesn't fall into my lap because i mean yeah. I know the rushing upsides there as well so all right stoops now that my heart's continuing to break now you can really pick well that's also not so do we want to keep it that way or do we want to have yeah, them jump in at five six and i'll go seven I, this way I, they're not picking at the end the whole entire time i don't know i just figured we keep it the same since everybody's gonna have the four everybody gets two right yeah okay all right, well, whatever. Okay, then <laughs> that all being said. Um, so again, Superflex, I already got Trevor Lawrence, which is awesome. I love that. But I am going to still take a quarterback. We started a run there, so I'm going to go with this guy. If I can make this You can't work. pick. You can't Come pick. on. Why can't I pick? Oh, that's right. Kyle Trask. I'm going to go with my boy Kyle name, Trask. Yeah. I forgot I can't pick because it's that thing. That thing? Whatever. Well, there's the running quarterbacks that I was going to try to attempt to kind of capitalize off of. Um, for me, this is interesting. Riley um, Ferguson's in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, I took the speedster uh, Waddle in the first round. Um, you know, I'm trying to see how I want to kind of round out this team. Um, for me, I like there's another receiver in this class that I like a whole lot. And um, hang on, there we go. Search. I had a search on here already. <laughs> I can't tell. I can't spell either. Um, this is bad. All right, Terrace Marshall out of LSU. I like this kid a whole lot. I think he's super talented. If he fell to me at two oh six, I would be jumping for joy. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'll I'll stack water with Marshall and not really have any questions on it. Um, Shane, were you making a face at me again? Man. I was. I, 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 well, I, I was going to take him. Yeah, yeah. yeah he okay. wasn't going to get past me either. So. Yeah, <laughs> so. that, was, that was a good pick. He's 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 eleventh on my board. I think he's. I think he's, uh, he's oh. going to be a stud. Okay. All right. Perfect. Uh, he, I was. I thought. I wasn't sure if you were making the Mac Jones face that time. No, or if you're... No. Well, I, I I hit you enough with Mac Jones. I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't knock you down anymore. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Brandon, you are on the clock with Javante Williams in the first round. Who are you going to pair my man with? I am going to go with Amon Ron St. Brown from USC. Nice. I'm going to go with, uh, you know, little taller guy, six foot one. I had somebody else in mind. Elijah Moore, I was thinking here. Um, you know, he's electric too from Ole Miss, but I'm going to go with Amon St. Brown. I like his skill set. I think he's uh, athletic. I think he can get open and he's decent off the line. And um, 
don't really have many shares of him in Debbie leagues, which I'm a little bummed out about, but yeah, I'm going to take St. Brown here. I like it. I like St. Brown a whole lot. Shane. Taking Zach Wilson uh, with this team in the first round, it kind of opens this up a little bit. Um, I think there's some good receivers still on the board, but uh, you know, running backs thin. Uh, most teams usually need running backs a little bit more, so I'm going to go with Kenneth Gainwell, the running back out of Memphis. Um, I mean, I, I think he'll have day two draft capital, really good pass catching running back. Um, uh, the 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 tricky thing is just fantasy wise how's he going to be used i don't know if he's going to be an rb1 for a team is that worth uh, a pick here but i think in the late second you can take some pass catching upside if he goes to his own blocking team uh then like san francisco or green bay or something then, then i think he could have a nice role and provide you with flex uh potential so after that i think the running backs just get super super dicey uh and so i i, I think it's worth taking here yeah, I love that pick, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, every time I think of Kenneth Gainwell, I'm like, this is why we, di- we didn't we did um, see Antonio Gibson that much in college. He kept him off the field. Yeah. it's. I think Gainwell is on the same uh, wavelength as Chase is. You know what I mean? It's easy to forget about him, didn't play type of situ- situation. So, But I like Gainwell. We'll I love him. Gainwell. Yeah. All right, the fantasy team team fantasy fringe is on the uh, clock now. Devontae Smith in round one, the second best receiver from Alabama. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh well, yeah, I'll I'll go with Elijah Moore here. I I love uh, I love watching this guy play. He's real shifty, real quick. He's not he's not very big, you know, only five nine, but I still think he if he goes the right situation. They can create ways of getting them in space. Shane, I'm going to pause real quick, real quick. Elijah Moore, there's a lot of questions regarding his, uh, is he a product of Kiffin's offense? Is that concerning to you at all? Uh, it really isn't to me. I, I mean, I, I think that he he's kind of sustained this for a long time, right? I mean, I mean, he kind of came into that situation and immediately was productive. So to me, that says – there's there's something more there, uh, no pun intended, um, <laughs> or you know you know for, for him uh, and and uh, honestly I, I think just the the way that he moves is super unique. Uh, I think that's what's going to make him win at the next level. That uh, you know his movement skills are really hard to mirror. It's really hard to cover him. Um, so I, I would disagree heavily with anyone that said he was a, a product of that system. Perfect. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, back on the clock again. Um, it's my turn, right? Yes, yeah. ma'am. Still see a couple of running backs that I like. I hope to, nobody takes. Not to mention any names. You're trying to sway me. <laughs> yeah, if you take the running backs that I don't want, that means the guys that I do want are going to come back around. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with Tylen Wallace. I think that's a great pick. Um, yeah. When, when you look at also, I don't know how much of a numbers or, you know, nerds you guys are, but return <laughs> on investment, it seems like, in the second round really jumps up for wide receivers compared to running backs. So it's almost like just take your shot on a wide receiver in the second round. They seem to jump from just year to year. I agree. I, I mean, I for me, whenever I, when I'm looking at the overall second round, um, I, you know, I don't really take an account to, I don't care if I have to take, I mean, I'm a guy, I'll take two quarterbacks, I'll take two running backs, two receivers. Obviously, we're building on a mystery right now with our teams because, you know, we're just, we're not right. drafting with a full structure of a team right now. But for me, I... You know, I take a look at the draft, and I think 
I think Shane made that good point is even with Mac Jones, even if he doesn't like Mac Jones, if he produces, he can potentially trade that spot back Mm -hmm. or he can trade Mac Jones in the future. If he does succeed, there's a lot of options to be had in the second round. You can, you know, I like to take chances on, you know, from the back half of round two, like with me, with Hawkins, I I think Hawkins might've lasted maybe, you know, another half round maybe, but I knew he wouldn't get back to me at two Oh two. So I personally feel like in the second round, there's no real reach because you don't always know the other people's values going into your, most of the time you don't know their values right. going into the rookie draft. Yeah. And I think um, the, the way I approach a rookie draft is I'm just trying to da- take the best player. I feel like um, a lot of people look at their team structure and whatnot, and they try and go based on need. And whereas I think it's a better strategy to take who you think the best player is at this moment and trade for need, if that makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. But um, it, it's my pick again, so I'm I'm gonna take a shot here, and I'm gonna take Deami Brown, the wide receiver out of North Carolina. He he um he was exciting to watch. He really was. Um, and then on top of that, he had a 65 percent almost catch rate this season. So eight touchdowns, 12 touchdowns last year. And I know there's a lot. Yeah. And I know that there, there's a lot of like up and down about this guy. He either hits or he misses. He's not going to be a question mark. I don't think after, you know, a year. That's, I just want to pause the show for just a second. <laughs> um, Stoops, you're not going to just slide with that remark. And I know Shane probably agrees with you, but uh, you gave me yeah. the head nod. I don't um, know if uh, Slovis might not be the quarterback two next year. Oh wow! It, it, yeah. uh, it's it's not not looking great for him. I'm gonna be honest. Okay. All right. I guess you, can, <laughs> you, you he doesn't know where to go from you, here. Sorry, I, I just I keep. Did you not watch any of his tape podcast. last week? I mean, did you not? I mean, last year he looked really. I mean, he looked good. Uh, man. He he did. I, I, the NFL. I, I think I think they're gonna be worried about his arm. I I, I have him as my QB two still. So. I still, I still love you, Ricky. I'm never g- going to be invited back. I think after uh, after this podcast, <laughs> he has to invite me back. So. <laughs> Looking for a brand new host of the Debbie Delight uh, co-host, uh, or I might just quit. I don't, I don't even know what's going on. All right, last pick of the first round. I don't even want to talk about quarterbacks no more because my heart hurts. So, all right, last pick of the first round is going to be. Drum roll, anybody? Is it me? Michael again? Carter. Yes, yeah. it is. Oh, shut up. I swear I was going to say Michael Carter. Yeah. <laughs> I really was. I um, have him like highlighted right on my screen right here. I love watching tape of Michael Carter. He looks he looks awesome. That's my pick. Uh, Michael Carter, Stoops and I are on the Michael Carter is better long-term value than Javante uh, Williams will be. Um, we are on that bandwagon together. and I'm with you. I could see that. I am with you there. I think James Michael like, Carter will be better than James. Like, oh, I was gonna be nice to Ricky for the rest of the show, but <laughs> here I come. No, I mean, but this I mean, is when we need to be able to put gifts in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, look, I, I think Michael Carter's great. I, uh, I listened to Brandon Debbie deep dive. Did he did a nice film breakdown of Michael Carter? I, th- I think was awesome. But Javante Williams' contact balance is just uh, out of this world. So I, I don't know, Brandon. I don't know how how, how do you kind of compare him. I mean, I think Michael Carter will be a great complementary piece to a backfield. I don't necessarily see him as a first and second down guy that's going to get 15, 20 carries, but I think he is electric in space. I think he'd be a great, I mean, the NFL is going to two, two running back systems now. Absolutely. Um, so I think he's going to be a great complement if he has a guy that can handle the, the big load on the first and second, second, uh, you know, downs, I think he can contribute second down, third down and be, you know, available in the passing game. So I think he's definitely got a role in the NFL. I just like bigger running backs. If you look at all the running backs in the NFL who were RB ones, they're all over 210 pounds, you know, all the good ones, all the, you know, the top 10, 12, I mean, relatively, if you go look at all the weights, you need to be 210, 215 to really handle a full running back load so i tend to to favor and you're going to see a pick here shortly that if these if i you know if he's not taken uh, a running back that i'm going to take that i i, I like uh, again but i always favor once the the top running backs are off the board i'm always going to lean towards you know if i think a, a bigger back can be a lead uh you know rb1 to you know first and second down i'm probably going to lean that way 
Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. But uh, um, five eight two zero two is about the same as five ten two ten, right? Compact wise. Did you pick that, Stoops? I did. I I got it in. So okay, sorry. I didn't mean. I was going to pause. For you were too busy looking on your phone. No, I was not. I was looking at my <laughs> draft board actually. Um, but real quick before I before we'll talk, let Stoops talk about his pick. But for me, I just I feel like Stoops broke it down as well. When we talked, we had an episode that's going to be released in like two weeks. Cheap plug on our own show. But we did a <laughs> we did a Carter versus Williams uh, podcast. And when you look deeper into the numbers, I, I just feel like there's a lot to like about Carter. I do think that Carter could be a 15, 20 touch guy game. I really do. I I feel like he has the upside of being that. And uh, I'm not saying that Williams is going to be a slouch. I just prefer Carter over Williams. And I prefer him also based on their value being where they're being drafted as well. I think that's a big component yeah. for me too. I don't believe in Williams in the first round. Somebody else is going to, and that's fine. I feel like that to me is is means somebody else is going to slide down the board to me. But I would prefer Carter in the second over Williams in the first. All right, Stoops. Amari yeah, Rogers. so yeah, so I went with Amari Rogers. I was going to go with Mr. Michael Carter, but here we are. So <laughs> good pick there. I'm definitely a Carter fan. Um, absolutely loved loved his tape, loved his numbers, loved everything. So I definitely would have taken him um sitting where I am. But I went with Amari Rogers. I mean, we saw, you know, what he did throughout the year, what he did at the senior bowl. I mean, he seemed to be open every time. He was catching everything. Like I was just super, super impressed. And he was definitely someone I wanted to watch a little bit more in depth at the senior bowl. I got to do that virtually, obviously, but um enjoyed that. Amari Rogers, I would take him at this this 301 spot every single time if I could. All right. For Which me, I probably can. You know, I I'd I'd be <laughs> shocked. He might go in the second round in some drafts, but I bet he'll be third round in most rookie drafts. Yeah. For me, I'm gonna take a guy that I, I'm I'm willing to take a risk in the third round of all of these drafts because I feel like the talent is there. Um, he was, you know, arguably one of the top three, top four running backs of last year's class. And then he came back and that's Chuba, not just because of his name, but I, I think the talent is here. I think that he did have a rough year. I think the thing that he needs to figure out before he does anything else in football is learn how to pass block because the first time he gets his quarterback killed, he may never see the football field again. So that, that to me is one big alarming thing. And that's an alarming thing. Obviously, as you know, Brendan alluded to, this is, you know, it's a multi-back system, but at the same time, like this is a passing league now. And if you cannot pass block for your quarterback and get your quarterback killed, you are not going to see the football field. And that's one big alarming thing about Chuba. But Chuba also can be a, a three down back. I wish he was a little bit better with his hands, his transition out of the backfield. I felt like I wish I was going to see a little bit more of that this year. Um, even with the weird season, I feel like he still struggled, even though he's been that guy for a couple years. But I like Chuba a whole lot. I almost went with Chuba just because I knew you were going to. Hey, but I didn't. Yeah. So yeah, you watch him sometimes in passing downs, and he looks almost lost out there. He doesn't That's know who to go up and hit. And then on top of that, if the if he knows the ball's not going to him and he's supposed to be a decoy, he kind of just trots out there like all lackadaisical. He doesn't try and sell it. Yeah. So weird to me. Yeah. I, I know. I, I really thought Chuba was going to, you know, jump forward this year, and it just didn't seem to happen. I think Chuba should have came out last year, to be honest with you. I, I do, so. too. Yeah. Even Brent, though the running back class last year was, you was know, much stronger. Brandon? Yeah. All right. So in the third round here, I'm going to take a receiver who I really like. Uh, not many people talk about him much, but – when I look at receivers, I tend to, again, go with the bigger physical guys. And I'm, I, I really like Nico Collins of Michigan. I think, um, you know, there was whispers at the senior bowl. He wasn't getting open, but I think he's the most physical receiver in the draft. I like his size and reportedly could possibly run a 4.4840. I think he's got underrated speed. Um, he wins on the boundary, and I think he's got some yak ability. Not the most athletic receiver, but I love his size and physicality and think he would have a role on the outside in the NFL. So I'm going to take Nico Collins. I like it. Yeah, he – Um, the only thing I, – I look at his numbers and everything, and he just, like, never really broke out. You know, he never had more than 14%. Because their quarterback sucked. Yeah, yeah but I mean – their, their coach sucks too. That's, yeah, too. Shea Patterson's yeah. one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever <laughs> seen throw a football in my life. 
Yes, but when um, you look at his target share, he wasn't above 14%. Yeah, and you know, I, I'm, I'm like a film versus analytics guy, right? So I, I'm okay. you know, maybe swayed more on one way or the other. I just don't let those numbers influence what I see when I yeah. watch someone's tape and I watch them one-on-one -on -one with press coverage and, and stuff like that. So I, I, I use analytics and to, to, to do that. But here in the third round, a lot of these players are going to have question marks. You know, yeah, for sure. And stuff like that. So I, I just base it really on the what I see on the film as far as, you know, you know, dominating people. Yeah, he's physical. I, so I, I understand that. And I'm I wouldn't say um, one way or the other. Um, I use them both. I, I probably prefer analytics do towards film, but I try and take the analytics and then go watch and see if I see if the numbers correlate with play style you know, mm -hmm. in the play. Sure. And I, I, I look at it in, in the analytical way. And there's not that many wide receivers that break out in the NFL that have such a low target share is all. Fair. Also, right. Michigan sucks at quarterback. It's Always. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a, at the three Oh four. I took Jamar Chase and then Mac Jones, and I, I, I'm taking Trey Sermon running oh, back from Ohio State here. Shame, uh, you bastard. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, like, I think he's kind of the last running back left. Maybe there's one more that I'd consider, but I think Sermon's going to get top 100 draft capital. I think someone's going to like him enough to draft him in the second or third round. Uh, my hometown Steelers uh, might be very interested in taking him. And so I think he could be a lead running back. He has some injury issues. I, I'm actually not a huge fan of him. I, I think he's, you know, kind of the Zach Moss of this class where uh, very productive, but may not have the explosiveness um, to, to really get it done. But in the third round, if, if you're going to get a running back that uh, could, you know, be a starter, be the number one, he has the size, he has uh, the talent, he has the longevity, but he, you know, even if he's never been the guy for a team, uh, I'm taking that all day. Yeah, I think that's a great pick, Shane. And, and he's my RB4. He's my, you know, again, because 6'1", 215, he showed when he played Clemson and Northwestern at the end of the season that he can be that bell cow. I mean, he got 29 carries, 31 carries, and he excelled. And, and he flashed in the, in the passing game. That's a great pick in the third round. I yeah, love, was, love that value. I was really hoping he was just going to slide down. Yeah. That was, that's who I had up on my screen. <laughs> All right, Stoops. Yeah, so for me, um, obviously, as everyone else said, I love that pick as well. But um, seeing as how he's gone, I'm going to go with another running back that I like a lot. Didn't play the greatest competition throughout his career, but Jarrett Patterson. Um, I mean, he put up phenomenal numbers. I like what I saw on film. Um, he's going to have a lot to prove, I think, just for the simple fact, you know, Again, not going up against the top, top competition. Yeah, you can run for 300 yards, but when you do it against Miami of Ohio and, you know, whoever, it's kind of just like how much value does that really hold? At this point, though, I'm taking – I would take – no, not Shea Patterson. Come oh. on now. <laughs> Devil, he's coming back. Yeah. I, um, I'm going to take that chance on him, right? I mean, if it doesn't pan out, then it doesn't pan out at this point. We're in the third round. Um he really took Shea Patterson. That's awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, Jarrett Patterson, that's what I'm taking. Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> I accidentally clicked Shea that time. To be honest with you, I didn't mean to click on that time. All right. That's what I'm taking. Jarrett Patterson. I like I it. Like it. I like him. I, I'm, I was surprised you didn't take this other guy. I literally really want to just go another receiver, but um, um, there's a couple receivers still left that I really like. But um, There is one receiver that I really want, but... Yeah, there's, yeah, you know, yeah, there, me too. But um, for me, I'm going to go with a running back as well. I think that this guy is super good at football, and I think that he's going to be a guy that catches the ball out of the backfield relatively a lot for some team, and that's going to go with the uh, running back, Kylan Hill. That's um, a great pick, Rick. Um, I feel Love like it. that he is – super under the radar for this class. And I know there was quote unquote character concerns regarding some people <laughs> on that film or the film Twitter um, draft Twitter world. But um, for me, I just feel like this guy can be the guy. He can be that late round guy. That's really going to get some uh, touches. Um, and I like Colin Hill a whole lot. So, 
That's a great pick. And I'll tell you what, I think those character concerns, it's all nonsense. I mean, what he did for the state of Mississippi and that flag and everything, he should be actually, exactly. he should be uh, put on a pedestal instead of worrying about his character concerns. That That's a great pick. I think he's he's my RB5. Um, again, because of size and dual threat ability, this year he showed he can catch the ball. So I'm all in on him. That's a great pick. I'm going to take a guy here that probably I don't see in any mock drafts, and I'm taking Pat Fryermuth, the tight end out of Penn State. Um, you know, he's a, a he, he was my R, he was my tight end one for a while. Um, and Kyle, you know, Kyle Pitts is in a league of his own, of course, but this guy is, I believe, is is underrated. He is going to be on the field all the time. He is a blocking monster. You know, I did a lot of Journey Brown filmmaking, and he was out there leading blocks 25, 30 yards down the field. And I think because of that, he is going to get on the field, stay on the field. And he has got some athleticism for his size that I think is pretty impressive. And I think he's an under the radar. Everyone's so Kyle Pitts and then maybe Brevin Jordan, but I'm going to take Pat Fryermuth in every rookie draft I got. Yeah, I love that pick. I just want to bring up real quick. Did you really have to mention Journey Brown? Because every time I, I hear that name, I just want to cry. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, hey, I was a big I fan. Know. Hometown kid, man. Yeah, I'm outside of Philly. So, I mean, I watched him every Sunday for, you know, last couple of years. But, yeah, Pat Firemuth, I think, is just under the radar. Everyone's so, you know, slobbering over pits, which is certainly uh, reasonable. But I think Pat Firemuth could be just as good in the NFL. Yeah. I'm sad about Journey Brown, though. Yeah. Man. Yeah, so um, this this pick's pretty easy for me. Um, once again, I'm going to kind of lean into the player I think is going to get drafted the highest in the NFL. And I think when you're picking in the late third round, like I'll, I'll take a guy I don't like, and um, even if he gets it. So I'm going to take Kadarius Toney the wide receiver from Florida, uh, he's going to be a first-round pick. And and if I can get a player that's drafted in the first round of the NFL draft uh, in the third round of a rookie draft, I, I'm in. I, you know, I don't care if I like him or not. Like A team's going to try to use him. I, I don't know if he's going to be a good fantasy player. I, I think he's going to be used in a variety of ways. He's going to be much better for an offense in the NFL than he is going to be for us in getting PPR numbers. And uh, But – you know, if, if I can get a player that I can play a little matchups with that maybe has some potential. I mean, he his uh, he, I like watching him as much as any player in this class. Like, I think his, his film's just really fun. It's just fun to watch all the different things that he can do. Um, he, yeah, he's my wide receiver 10, uh, so I'm, I'm happy to get him. Uh, late in the third round, I think he'll go higher. I think I think someone will kind of yeah. take him mid second um, because of that draft capital. So I, I'm down to take him here. Yeah, once draft capital goes into all these players, they're going to move around the board dramatically because if he has that first round draft capital, he's going to end up being an end of first, uh, beginning a second round pick in your rookie draft. Gross gross but i agree like shit but that's the thing like i don't i i'm just i'm in that same exact boat shane is like i don't like the guy but right. it's you know fantasy football especially in rookie drafts it's not about liking the guy like for me I'm, i don't like trey lance but i would definitely take the guy you know what i mean like yeah you, you know you recognize the value and you're right tony in the third he'll probably go you know between maybe 112 to maybe 20 what six maybe probably moving forward i'd say um somebody's gonna fall in love with them for the same reasons they fall, fell in love with Henry Ruggs and stuff like that, so which I still don't understand, but it's all right. Yeah, it only makes guy. sense for them to uh, go up and draft boards if he goes high in the NFL draft, though, because NFL teams don't want to be wrong, so they're going to give him as many chances as possible if they take him in the first round oh, versus absolutely. if they took him in the fifth. Then oh, if yeah. he sucks, then they're done. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Yeah, that's good, but you know, also Van Jefferson was drafted high last year. Wasn't he a second rounder? He was, yeah. You know, he was. and he didn't, you know, pan out. So I, I, I but he was like with you. I'm throwing, four. Yeah. So he, he's gonna get another chance this year. Yeah. Yeah. For me, the, the with Tony, like it was crazy to me. Like, I mean, I watched a lot of the senior bowl, and for me, like to, yeah, Tony looked good, but there was a lot of other receivers, in my opinion, that looked just as good, if not better. Like Rogers to me stole the show. Like Stoops and I, when we were texting, we we're watching the table. Like Rogers consistently was getting off the ball, consistently being open. And I mean, I understand this is just the senior ball is a hyper bowl. It's it's not just being like, oh my God, it's the senior bowl. But at the same time, when you're out there making plays, 
against these guys. Some of the best talent in college football is there. To me, like, did he stand out? Yes, but I, I don't know. I'm not sold on Tony as a you know 100. And I'm not sold on Tony being a consistent fantasy contributor each and every week. But again, you know. That's not what I'm looking for. The 308, though, you know, I like. like, Well, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if once his draft capital goes up to that 112 to 205, you know what I'm saying? Like that to me is. And and look, a lot's got to be system. I think he's kind of in the position Brandon Ayuk was in, right? Where you know, I think people were down on him. He got he went to San Francisco and like, oh, here's a team that can use those talents, right? So I think if Tony gets to a spot that is has a unique offense that can be creative, um, you know. Let's say the Chiefs draft him at 32, right? We saw what happened with CEH last year. People's minds exploded. I mean, people's minds will explode again. Uh, that's just how, you know, how the fantasy community works. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the draft here. Nope. All right. Let's continue the draft. We've got Fantasy Fringe on the table. How are we going, guys? All right. So uh, another guy I'm not super high on, but I see uh... – draft twitter is and that's uh tutu atwell nice and i think he's going to also have draft capital just like Kadarius, like we were talking um i see a lot of people have him above rondale Moore. i i was looking at you know the top guys you know like espn and all that and they have him above them so i i don't understand it but i'm gonna take him because i think his draft capital is gonna be there hello <laughs> sorry. sorry no you're good no i'm just all right hey speaking of which that was just letting you know that you were on the clock that's exactly what that was okay i'm kind of torn at the moment to be honest um can i interest you in shay patterson <laughs> no. oh my gosh okay I'm going to go with All right, I'm going to take Ramondre Stevenson. Nice. Another senior bowl standout. And big. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if I really like his is anybody else see his uh I think his, his player card was like 666, so I feel weird now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So we got two picks left in the draft. Andrew, you're on the clock there, sir. All right. Um, we'll go with another big guy in Tamari on Terry. He's an interesting Six, one. 6'4, 210. Who knows what happens with him, honestly? Uh, he's. An older prospect too, but he'll be 23 years old, so that scares me a little bit. I don't really enjoy taking older prospects too often, but uh, we're in the third round, so we're just shooting darts. So you wouldn't you wouldn't have drafted Chris Winky? Got it. All right. No, um, <laughs> that's a blast from the past. Yeah. Wow, Chris Winky. Rounding just... out the draft, I like Sorry. the Pitts Carter just... draft so far. I'm, I'm I like that one. I just noticed that the 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 person that I was going to take is already off the board. I didn't even see that before. It's a, all right. Who well, who was it? I'll just switch there to to your. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Especially if it was Shane. If it Shane took them. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was you. It was oh, you. Well, all yeah. right, got to do it. <laughs> Shane's right. made me mad several times, so he. <laughs> Okay, last pick. Um, I've already blocked and reported Shane as spam on Twitter. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right, Um, I'll I'll take uh, Elijah Moore. Oh, I love that pick. I think he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Oh, is he gone? Oh, yeah. Oh, dang it. Okay. Um, that's sad. Oh, it's just it's just Andrews. It's cool. I'll switch. That's no worse. Yeah, it's no big deal. <laughs> oh, you took him. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> um. Can I interest you in Elijah Mitchell? Yeah. Yeah. Probably the best receiver left. I really wanted to take him, but I already had two other receivers. How can Dwayne Eskridge not be taken yet? 
I mean, isn't he the you know <laughs> gem of the senior bowl? Then. Yeah, the 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 Debbie darling right now, right? <laughs> it's <clears throat> sorry. Is um is Seth Williams still available? Yes, he is. He yeah. should be. Yeah. Uh... He said he should be. <laughs> no, I meant like, I meant it like no one had taken him. Not, I like Seth Williams. <laughs> oh man, that was good. All right, he again, so, just didn't have a quarterback to uh, throw him the ball. Bo Nix, good old hmm. Bo. That's Shane's favorite quarterback. <laughs> oh God. I just wanted to say something just because I, I'm just going to pick on Shane for the rest of my life. He's hurt me. Yes, I am hurt. I, I mean. I don't know. All right, before we go, guys, let's go around the table, give all of our Twitter information and stuff like that. I appreciate everybody joining us today for this fun little mock. We plan on doing a couple more of these in the near future. Um, and, yeah, I've had a blast. Um, I like my team, I think. Um, I'll probably not like it after I get ready to post this article. But, um, but yeah, started with the Fantasy French team. Where can we find you guys on Twitter? Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Andrew underscore Fringe, and you can find the unicorn at Unicorn underscore Fringe. Love it. Shane, at yeah, Block. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I might be – my Twitter might be gone by the time I, I get out. <laughs> um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Shane P. Hallam. Uh, subscribe to the Debbie Marketplace with me and Kane Fassell. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be breaking down this class and future Debbie classes. Um and I write for fakepigskin.com and steelcityinsider.net. Thanks for having me, guys. Brandon? Yeah, you can, guys, you can find me at uh, Twitter at Debbie Deep Dive. Uh, I got my podcast. It's called um, Debbie Deep Dive Podcast. And uh, do a lot of film work for the NFL Bible. Um, and have a great Debbie dashboard with a bunch of ranks and do private film sessions with all my Debbie dashboard members. So it's a great community. I got about 140 members nice. and we have a great Slack chat and uh, just a little something different. I know there's a lot of guys out there that aren't on Twitter, but want a different community. So I'm trying to just build something different, but I appreciate the invite guys and uh, love to come back on and do more mocks with you. Yeah, it's a whole lot of fun. Uh, give Stoops a follow on Twitter at Stoops1990. Give myself a follow at Ricky Villa underscore. Make sure to follow the show on Twitter at the Debbie Delight. Uh, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode, and we'll see you guys next week. Where we argue over. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.